Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Delilah's life is not picture perfect, but her friends step in to save the day. Let's talk about season two, episode five of A Million Little Things right now on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Woo! What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the yes. A Million Little Things After Show at AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Maggie Clark, and I am so excited to be joined by the beautiful and talented A Million Little Things super fan, <laughs> Jess Lucero. How are you Hello, doing, Jess? Guys. I'm doing great. So excited for you to be on our show tonight. Thank you, thank you. I'm missing Yasmin, yes. but she'll be back. She'll be back next week, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> she will. She will. We miss you, Yasmin. She is. She actually was on the panel with me last season. Mm-hmm. So if you've been with us now through last season, um, you may recognize me. So mm-hmm. hi, guys. Good to see you all again and be back here at AfterBuzz TV. So we have a big show to talk about this evening. So we're talking about episode five entitled Austin because yeah. hmm, Catherine might want to move to Austin. But we're going to be talking about everybody's relationship. We've got Catherine and Eddie and their fun adventure uh, at the open house and of course Roman Regina, Delilah and her family and we're going to wrap it up talking about Maggie and Gary and of course we got a little bit of news and gossip for you so stick around for that some predictions and our very special segment entitled Little Things ABTV so we got a good show for you lots going on, a lot going on we (laughs) also have our live chat going on so if you would like to join in our conversation please don't hesitate to give us your thoughts in the chat we've got Jess there and she's going to be chiming in and sharing all of your thoughts exactly guys tune in and chat it up with us it's so much more fun when you come in and give us share some of your thoughts on it so uh it's fun to chat back and forth i was skimming through reddit beforehand so i'm like i'm kind of thinking about what you guys are saying on there so hopefully Mm. you throw some of those wild comments onto our live chat as well feed is very active it's so active (laughs) i love it they're wild on there they are they are well i want to talk about this episode what are your overall thoughts Jess, on this episode my overall thoughts of today's episode um so what's interesting is that it was titled austin so you would think it'd, it'd be very heavily based around eddie and Catherine relationship and it was it was pretty heavily based on their relationship in this episode but what I thought happened to be the main um, the main character throughout tonight's episode was Maggie and she was going through a lot it wasn't just one thing or another but it was her and Gary's relationship and then her and Eric's relationship and her putting something in the mail and her chatting with Delilah she was all over the place so that's what I took away from tonight's episode. There was just a lot going on there. I'm like, kind of want to be in her head. I want to yeah. know what's going on there. I agree. It was definitely a Maggie-heavy episode, which yeah. I think was expected. Maybe especially it's because you're here. With the, maybe it's because of me. Who knows? <laughs> but um, it's 
probably because of all of the major fallout that happened last episode. And now she's just processing all of that, you Mm -hmm. know, finding out about, you know, her brother actually not dying instantly and Eric having her brother's heart and her mom lying to her for so many years. So she's just processing all these things and also trying to figure out what life is like without cancer. Yeah. So she is dealing with a lot. She needs some therapy. She's a therapist, but she needs some therapy. But, exactly. Yeah, That's exactly what I was thinking. I know, I know. But, Poor thing. Um, but yeah, I liked the episode. It wasn't one of those episodes where, oh my gosh, something big and crazy happened mm-hmm. because I think that that was last episode. Last episode, so this for is, sure. You know, unwinding um, some other storylines. I did like it. And uh, that kind of brings us to our first topic of talking about Catherine and Addie's relationship. So, as we saw previously, uh, Catherine is deciding to really give it a go. You yeah. know, her her uh, intern, her assistant, kind of said, "Okay, are, if you're going to do this, you need to actually do it. You know, not right. just kind of say, oh, 'Oh, we're trying at this relationship. We're going to actually make this happen.' So she's really." putting the effort in. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, like, do you think that that's a good idea? Do you think that she made the right decision moving forward with Addie? What do you think about this relationship? headed into, when I first joined this panel, I said I was not in favor of their relationship. I really didn't think that they should even work on it. Kudos to couples who are able to work on those types of relationships that have been so far broken by something like one of them cheating on another or whatever else. But that is something that is incredibly hard to work on. Um, you've, you've seen it whether or not you've personally gone through it. I'm sure most people at this point know of someone who has gone through something like that. And it's just incredibly hard for them to get over that. So for Catherine to be able to be the bigger person here and she, you could just see how hard she is trying But this was the first episode where I actually saw Eddie trying equally as hard as her. Um, I mean, it it kind of rubbed me the wrong way when he was, like, getting heated up over Catherine looking at Holmes. She didn't bring it up to him for a reason. She said, you have a child out here. Like, I can't take you away from that. And so he, I'm glad he didn't get too fired up over it, but... Just seeing them actually bonding when they went and looked at that house, I I was like, oh my gosh, I'm catching the Eddie Catherine feels right now. Do I want them to work out? I don't know. I'm I'm a little shocked right I now. Know. It's, it's weird. It's so hard, and I'm so with you there because I've been so torn over the yeah. situation because Eddie, I'm still so angry with so him. So mad. Because, you know, he cheated on his wife, he was unfaithful to her, and, you know, now he has a baby with another woman, and it isn't just some other woman, it's somebody in their friend group, a part of their extended family, and just everything is so incredibly complicated in their relationship, and Catherine is an actual saint. Like, the fact that she has decided to make this work and put effort into this and give him another chance. They have so much trust that needs to be rebuilt. That is going to be a very long process. So I give her a lot of credit for wanting to make this relationship work for the sake of her son. But me personally, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, I I agree with you there. I really don't think I could do what Catherine has been doing throughout this season because that is so incredibly hard. One thing that I noticed is, Eddie, anytime Catherine is around their friend group, 
Eddie makes sure to, like, if he sees Catherine kind of being left out, he'll walk up to her and he'll make sure that she feels included. But at the same time, you haven't really seen much of Eddie with his baby. Right. And, like, these are the precious moments that he should want to be around that baby. And, like, we know he wants to be there. But it's still yeah, but very he can't awkward. be around too much because then the kids um, don't know. The children would find it. They'd yeah. be like, "Why is Uncle Gary here all the time?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Uncle like Eddie. he has to. He has to kind of have these boundaries, right? But I, just the the just my heart just bleeds for Catherine. Just she's such an excellent actress, by the way. Because oh gosh, every time you see her look at Eddie with the baby, it's like you can just. Feel what she's yeah. feeling. You feel this like conflict and this grief over the fact that your husband fathered this child, but also feeling like you want to support him because he brought a life into this world and you love him. So it's just like this this crazy conflict and you see it all over her face. It's yeah. amazing. But we, I want to talk more about this open house situation. This was such yes. a, a fun moment. I loved that. What did you think of their cute little playful act? They were um, Edward and Kat. It was yeah, so cute. From Austin, visiting from Austin. I thought that was so cute. Honestly, yeah. like my favorite scene in this entire episode. Just because like... Oh, it was so precious. He noticed something that was bugging her. And rather than being like, okay, let's move to Austin, Texas, because obviously he doesn't want to right now. He tra- he found a way to just still make her happy and make it up to her. Right. Oh, my God. I just to let that her feel so like she was starting over, that she did yeah. have this new life, this new adventure with this man that she was crazy in love with. And it was like, yeah, it was this this playful, fun afternoon, and I'm glad that they had that. But, wow, I was shocked to see that the two of them got it on in the in walk-in the closet. closet. I mean, they, they are Spicy. pretty ballsy. I mean, I love wow. that. I'm all for that because, first off, they have been lacking in any sort of um, physical relationship right. for so long. So it's like, good for you guys. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that I at mean, all. That's kind of fun because it, it's kind of giving us a picture of what their relationship was, was like, like right. years and years ago. Yeah, when they back were to the table very scene. Play- exactly, when they were very playful and couldn't get enough of each other physically. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're revisiting that if it's they are It's funny that you bring that up yeah. because I remember whenever they flashed back to those scenes of the two of them kind of getting it on when they were younger. Uh, it's it's it almost seemed forced because we hadn't seen it in this day and age, I guess. Um, so to finally see them like that now that they are at this certain age and after they've gone through what they've gone through, it, it was cool to see it. You know, yeah. it, we haven't seen that yet, so it was, it was cute. Like, oh. Wow. Well, on that note, everybody, Jess has a special message for all of you out there. Yes, I do. So, guys, we just want to say thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And in order for us to continue growing, we're going to need some of your help. All we need from you is to make sure to give us a thumbs up if you're tuning in on our YouTube channel. Go ahead and click that subscribe button down below. Do not forget. And if you are listening on our podcast, don't forget to give us five stars. Nothing less because we are trying to give you our very best right here, guys. (laughs) And don't forget to tune in to our live chat so we can chat it up with you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love it. Yes. Thank you, Joss. Definitely give us some thumbs up and some comments on YouTube and uh, all the five stars on iTunes podcast, please. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. We really appreciate you. So 
I know that you mentioned, Jess, that your favorite part of the episode was this, you know, really cute open house scene. Mm -hmm. My favorite part of the episode was the moment when everyone took their giant family photo. So this just, I mean, I was holding back the tears because this was so (laughs) heartwarming because how lucky is Delilah to have this group of people that are her family. Like, she doesn't really have extended family. She doesn't have, you know, siblings and her parents aren't around. And her family, her support system are these friends Mm -hmm. and these people that, we're best friends with John and that her children know so well. And seeing them all support her in this family photo was so touching and I yeah. think it was so meaningful for the children because, the well, Danny didn't want to take a photo without yeah. John. And they have to move forward. They have to start a new tradition, which is so mm-hmm. important when someone passes away. Right. So what did you think of that scene? I thought that scene was very strong. I also thought the one before that when they were trying to do take the photo with just their family of four, uh, I thought that was really real and raw, too, because you were able to hear Sophie say, well, something along the lines of, like, them needing to move on, but Danny saying, let's not forget him. And so... I thought that was just great to finally hear them talk about their dad because what I've noticed is we haven't really heard too much about John, which is how all of us began watching this entire show. You know, we we were brought into it with knowing that John decided to kill himself and we haven't heard too much about that in season two. So I want them to continue to bring that up. But going back to them now taking this photo... I just, oh, it warmed my heart when they showed up and everyone was there. But you know what else? Going off of that and uh, going to Reddit for a second. (laughs) It's so funny because everyone's comments on there are, so do these people just not work? I know. Or are we agreeing that this is like the weekend? What's going on? I know. Seriously, like everybody can just drop everything. You know, nobody's in school. Nobody's at their job and also if if Rome was at this commercial shoot you cannot leave a commercial shoot like we all live in Hollywood right. over here guys and you cannot just walk off Get a set go. you cannot do that no, no. <laughs> so, even if you're the director no whatever. especially if you're the director right. and usually a commercial shoot is you know maybe two days long two or three so he would so I don't know maybe it's the day before the shoot but then they would have been in pre-production so I don't know it that part is definitely a little unlikely and what about the restaurant yeah you know the restaurant so they were many like, things regina's like i'm leaving the restaurant everybody you know somebody else is in charge so but th- that's not the point the point is that they show up for one another Definitely, that yeah. they make sacrifices for one another that they that they are there for each other when they're needed and that's the theme throughout this whole show is just being there for one another and i i love seeing that so mm-hmm. much it's some of my favorite moments yeah i yeah, agree when they I, all come together it was so cute to see that because i felt like we hadn't really seen a huge friendship moment in this episode and that's something that I really try and look for throughout every episode and so to finally see that all come together where you saw the entire group and you saw all the little kids go down to the front row. Yeah, even the dog, Colin. Yeah. He was there too. All of them and then Eddie I like that he didn't make it awkward. Again, he made sure Catherine felt very welcome. He was holding her close. And Delilah was sitting with the baby. Like, it just seemed like Mm -hmm. the perfect way to have taken that photo. And also secretly got the baby's father in the photo. Yeah. Yeah, which I think 
was important to Delilah. Yeah. So I think that I almost wish that Danny would have taken the photo out though, because he kept he like just held up the wallet. Yeah. And it kind of seemed like if you were gonna just go through that effort to hold the wallet, like you just might as well hold up a photo of your yeah. dad or something. I don't know. I think I mean, he's a little just, kid, but he just wanted to know right. that he was in the photo. So I get that. But back to what you were saying about John not really being in this episode, I've noticed that as well. And I'm wondering if um, the actor who plays John, his name escapes me at the moment, um, if he was his contract was not renewed for this season. Because if you all remember in season one, mm-hmm. there were so many flashbacks yeah. with John in them. And I haven't seen a single no. shot of John in season two. So I think that it's less about John and less about, you know, the unraveling of John's story with the Barbara Morgan thing, which was what all of season one was about, and just more about these relationships and the lives of right. the people that are still living. Yeah, but that being said, that's something that I would really like to see from the writers, from the directors, producers, everyone involved. Um, I think it would be just really helpful to hear a little bit of backstory, hear a little bit more about John, a little bit more about Barbara Morgan, as you mentioned. And we want to get back to that PJ storyline because he brought up some big old zingers on a couple episodes, a, a few episodes back. And, but like we haven't really gone back yeah. to what he said. We haven't heard much about whether or not da- uh, John is his dad or whether or not John had an affair with Barbara Morgan. Like, we want to hear more about this. And so I'm hoping that within the next few episodes, they start to reveal a little bit more and sort of get back to that storyline. I'm sure they will. And it's Ron Livingston. Now I remember. Sorry, yes. guys. I was having a brain fart. <laughs> um, but I would love to move on to talk about Roma and Regina. So, oh, do we have a comment? Yes, I'm oh, dying. Please Side share, note, guys. Please share. Oh, I love this. Tech Romage. I'm sorry if I didn't say that right, but we have a comment from someone in the live chat. They said, hi, how far did they go in that closet? Was another baby made? (gasps) You know what? That's a really good theory, especially because that came up with Theo. (laughs) He was like, are we going to have another baby? Are we going to have a little baby Emerson? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, (sighs) Wait, who was, was the name of this person? Tech. Tech Romage. Okay, you, I think that's you correct. are awesome. Thanks for for being on it. We're gonna circle back in yeah. a couple episodes to that's this moment. So smart. I didn't even think about that. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah, and then Eddie will have two children in similar ages. Oh god. Could you imagine? Okay, Roman Regina definitely had a tumultuous oh. episode because mm-hmm. as we all know, the two of them are having this conflict because Rome would like to be a father and Regina does not want to be a mother. So right. Rome goes ahead and directs this commercial, which he does for Regina, so she's able to pay back the loan for mm-hmm. the restaurant uh, or begin to pay back the loan. And he completely changes the concept of the commercial at the last minute and makes it based on a real-life situation that Roman and Regina had. And first of all, the commercial is great. Like, right. if I was, you know, if it was a real commercial I'm sitting at home watching it, I'd be like, oh, that's that's a cute concept. Ha, yeah. ha, ha. Like, how cute. This couple wants to start a family in their big Lexus SUV. But Regina does not like it. No. So if you were Regina and this was your life, how oh. do you think you'd react to us? Okay. See, that's what I was thinking about. I, I kind of felt – I feel like you can never say that someone is or is not overreacting 
But at the same time, like no one knows that this commercial is based on your life. So for that reason, I'm the type of person to just be like, oh, whatever, go with the flow. It's not that big of a deal. But you don't know what exactly Regina is going through. And so I'm hoping that, again, so many things that I'm hoping we learn a little bit more about in upcoming episodes. But I really want to know why it is. We've all made our own guesses. We've we've made our guesses as to why Regina is a doesn't want children and but the thing is is why is she getting so upset when he uh, finds a way to channel this into let's make a commercial about it he kind of finds a way to find the positive light in it i guess um but then she gets very mad very upset with that and to me i still i still feel like she's slightly overreacting i don't know is that rude for me to say Mm -hmm. is that like oh my gosh you don't have a heart (laughs) well i don't know i I kind of am on Regina's side on this okay. one just because I feel like I, I she's not overreacting. I think that she it, – it's just such a sensitive topic for her. Very true. It's her it real is. life. Right. And it's almost like she feels – Like an invasion of privacy. Is that it? Not necessarily because, yeah, okay, who cares if it's on TV? Exactly. People aren't going to relate it back to Roman and Regina because they don't know them, uh, you know, the majority of the country. But I just feel like she thinks that he is taking their real-life marital conflict right. and, you know, putting it out there. And it's just – it feels it feels just gross to her. She just doesn't like that because it's a private – conflict. So I understand her reaction. Um, I don't know. But however, it's like, okay, real life inspires art. Right. So he was taking that situation. He was like, oh, this would make a really good commercial. But it's almost like the two people in the commercial were on board with starting a family. And in real life, from Regina are not on board both of them with having a baby. So I think that she's like, oh, well, in this fantasy land of this commercial, he has his happy ending. Right, But right. he doesn't have his happy ending in real yeah. life. So I think that that's the problem. I understand that. When I, I guess I kind of forgot about how it went down. Um, but, okay, hold up. We have a couple of of comments in the live chat, and I want to read these because these look like pretty good comments coming from Daryl Vaughn. First, he said... Are Roman and Regina finally going to have a baby, or will they get a surrogate? Uh, well, <laughs> we don't it, know. It doesn't seem yeah. like they're going to do either as of yet. Um, we'd have to. That we're not going to find out for a couple of episodes. I don't. I think. just feel like I could see them adopting, if anything. Yeah, because neither yeah. of them want to have that baby. They've already kind of made that right. Clear. I could see them adopting, and you know, an older child. Right. Yeah. And then he also says. I know it's refreshing to see a woman on TV stand by her decision to not want a child, but I also don't want Rome and Regina to break up. There has to be some compromise, I hope. Mm -hmm. And that is, I completely agree with your point there. It's, It's amazing to see that she's taking her stand and, you know, she's standing by her decision, um, especially being that she's the woman and we don't always see that on TV. So that, that's really cool to see. But I don't know how they could possibly compromise right. when it comes to your – you can't have half of a kid. You're right. either having a child or you're not or you're adopting a baby or you're not. Mm-hmm. But there is no in-between, right. you know? Like one of them is going to have to compromise. It's not like the two of them are going to compromise and meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't happen. Well, maybe Rome will – 
discover that he is comfortable being an uncle. Right. And, you know, taking care. Maybe he's going to be like, you know, when he's not working, he's going to be the, you know, manny, the man nanny yeah. for um, Delilah's baby. And then at that point, he'll get his fill and like, ch- you know, taking care of a child and loving a child. So right. maybe that's the compromise. Maybe he's just going to become um, satisfied with being a loving uncle to the many children of his friends. That could definitely be it. It could also, there's also a slight chance that I'm wondering if Regina accidentally gets pregnant. Um, Mm, I don't know. They're probably pretty careful. Yeah, I'm sure. She's probably pretty careful. There's plenty of ways to avoid that. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if she doesn't want to have a kid. Mm -hmm. But that's the only way I could see them actually having one naturally, you know? Jess, what do you think of the conflict between um, Rome's parents and the way that they um, resolved their conflict? Oh, my God. I thought that was great, first off. Um, Well, I thought the way... Rome's dad went about giving her the gift was so cute at first. And then at first. At first. Yeah. And then he like oversteps his boundaries Mm -hmm. and insults her. And it's like, okay, well, forget it. I don't even want it anymore. And like we all know that we have been there when someone either like tries to apologize or tries to give you something, and then it's almost like they took it back. It's not, it's not special anymore. So (laughs) that part was honestly so funny to me. But once he made it up to her, oh, oh, it took a minute to get there. Yeah. But it was so precious. And I'm glad that we we got to see that side of them because we haven't we we've seen Rome's um parents here and there, but not too much. We've kind of seen like the harsher side of his mm-hmm. dad. So it was cute to see him get all dressed up yeah. and, and, you know, talk sweet to her. That grand gesture was completely necessary because oh, yeah. he was just being a grumpy old man, grouchy, 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 like, fine, I'll give you this cruise, even though we've been married for so many years. And it was just, he was taking the romance and the love out of out their of, anniversary. Yeah. And Rome's mom was hurt and she had every right to be. Right. I would have felt the same way. So he needed to make it up to her and he got all dressed up in his what, marine so outfit and he he was very did you see how straight he was yeah. standing and like holding his oh. hat and it was very romantic because that's the man that she fell in love with exactly so he was bringing it back to that and he realized what a jerk he was being <laughs> and apologized so i'm I, that was a, a nice moment to um see that he realized he made a mistake and uh fixed it yeah yeah they i like how they say um that saying what is it? you can't teach an old dog new tricks yes. that's kind of what it reminded me of Aww. and then he like went back exactly like you right. said went back to his old ways it seems and oh i just it really that scene warmed my heart that was another yeah. of my top scenes Definitely. from this episode it was so cute so the meat and potatoes of this episode was oh really God. about maggie and yep. maggie dealing with the fallout of everything that happened last episode. And gosh, I mean, all this drama with her mom and finding out that her brother's heart is in this stranger who is really cute and lives <laughs> in the same town as she does. And um, we're seeing Maggie and Gary kind of grow apart. And it isn't because of Gary. Gary's been the same guy. Right. You know, he's been there for Maggie. He would do anything for Maggie. But it's Maggie that's changing, and Maggie needs to find out who she is without cancer, and she also needs to 
process this new information about her beloved brother. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Jess, about this growing relationship between Maggie and Eric? Oh, it definitely weirds me out a little yeah. bit. It makes me, more than anything, it just makes me sad mm-hmm. because I love Gary and Maggie together so much. And you can see how hard Gary is trying to keep their relationship to where it's not he, – he wants to keep it progressing more than anything. But she says she needs a break and she needs to do it on her own. But yet she's not doing it on her own. She's just le- going from – not necessarily from one guy to the next, but she's, she isn't doing it on her own. She's going off – and hanging out with Eric and doing these things that Eric is telling her to do. And it's like, I think it, it could potentially be because when she, during the whole time that she was with Gary, like she mentioned, she was sick and she was trying to get better and focusing on that. Whereas since she's been with Eric, she hasn't been sick at all. And so maybe she just kind of feels like a different person mm-hmm. when she's around him, mm-hmm. which is understandable. He doesn't know her as a sick person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't see her like that. Whereas Gary, when you go back to his um, his group, the Breast Cancer Survivor Group, mm-hmm. uh, he talks about how he could potentially relapse and have get cancer again. And... I'm sure he's treating Maggie like this little delicate princess compared to the way he would treat someone else who hasn't been through something like that. So it's understandable that she wants to be around other people, but it just makes me feel uncomfortable that it's a guy and that he has her brother's heart and it's just weird. And like last episode, Gary saw the two of them hugging. Yeah. And you know, at the airport. not necessarily lying She's just to him. not telling him things. She's not telling him everything. Yeah. yeah. So Gary saw the two of them hugging at the airport. And then, you know, he goes to this open mic and he sees that she's there with Eric. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I I kind of feel like Maggie is going through exactly what her mom went through when she first started a relationship with Eric. Her mom so desperately wanted to get to know Eric because he had a piece of Chad. Right. And Maggie is all of a sudden like, I desperately want to get to know Eric because he has a piece of my brother. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're trying to hold on to the living part of Chad. And part of me feels badly for Eric because I'm like, my gosh, like, you know, this man, he got this new heart, but he didn't realize that along with the heart, he was he was getting all yeah, this baggage. <laughs> you know, he exactly. was going to have to deal with so much family drama of the the people who had the heart, you know, before the family right. of the, the previous owner of the heart. Yeah. So it's just um I don't know, but he seems to be dealing with it well. He's he's very kind, very nice. But it seems like Maggie's starting to play with fire a little bit mm-hmm. with spending a lot of time with Eric because he's like a good looking single guy who's also experienced loss in his life and they have a lot to talk about a lot in common so I don't know I'm a little worried about this do you think it's platonic or do you think that she's interested I think it's platonic now but it seems like it's heading in the direction of becoming more than that right and I think Gary sees that and it's worrisome also, I would love to point out the fact, if you guys didn't realize while watching the episode, that was actually 
Maggie singing the song. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, Allison Miller, she's a musician. And if you guys remember from last season, she, Allison Miller, wrote and sang a song that was featured in um, one of the episodes last season. I can't remember what it was. Or maybe she didn't write it, but she sang it. And it was just absolutely beautiful. She has a gorgeous voice. And I'm just, you know, so happy that they're featuring her talents on the show outside of acting because she's wonderful. Exactly. I didn't I I completely forgot about that little tidbit that you mentioned Mm -hmm. from last season but seeing her actually perform in this episode was like completely different you know yeah and even even though it was um, a smaller open mic night type of thing it was just she did such a great job it was cute that she told Eric that she wanted him to sit front row but uh also, like, she's forcing everything, or I don't think she told him. I think he offered yeah, to he sit offered. front row. He, yeah, he said he would. But still, it almost feels like this whole relationship is almost being forced together in a way mm-hmm. where they're, like, trying so hard to fill this Replace void. the, the yeah, the role they, that the exactly, brother played. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just feeling a little too much yeah. for me. Well, we have a little bit of news and gossip we're going <sighs> to move on to. We do. Yes. Finally, we can breathe. I feel like <laughs> that was so much that just went on. <laughs> it was, it was. So, first of all, I'd like to share that if you are not following Christina Moses, who plays Regina on Instagram, you definitely should. She has a brand new movie out. It is called How We Met, and it's streaming on Amazon Prime Video, Hoopla Digital, and Visit Dreamscape. And wow, she said that she filmed it back in 2014. So, oh, right. it's a labor of Love and uh, she's really excited that it's now released. So check That's it out. Awesome mm-hmm. to have to go through working on something for that long and just waiting for it to come out. Also, yeah. guys, I mean, I'm not going to try and get your hopes up, but also, like, I want I want you all to keep coming back. So just a little tidbit, we might be getting Christina on our show. <gasps> if not physically, we're going to have her try and at least Skype in, something or other. So I know that that's probably getting you very excited. Yes. So we'll see you next week for sure. <laughs> she is a fan of AfterBuzz TV, and we've communicated with her. She's great. So hopefully we're going to get her in studio. Yep. Excited right. for that. So moving on to the next piece of news. DJ Nash, if you guys don't follow him, he's the creator of A Million Little Things, and he's always live tweeting for every single episode, and so he's a great follow on Twitter. Uh, he Tonight he tweeted, <laughs> the commercial story is a shout-out to my wife, who is always so cool with me telling our stories. It's cool, right, honey? I thought that was hilarious because so he's cute. literally putting this on the show and then tweeting about how we put it on the show. Yeah. And, well, and art controversial. imitates life. Yeah, like yes. you said. I mean, I'm wondering if she's actually so cool about about him doing this. Probably not. But anyways, I would love to know which parts of uh, this season. I don't think we'll ever know. I'm <laughs> no, sure he's got to keep that under wraps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then moving on to the next little tidbit from his live tweets today. He said, I'm honored to have, and then he tagged Angela Trimber and the other breast cancer survivors on our show tonight. You inspire us all. We hope we have told you, we have, we, (laughs) one more time, we hope we have told your story with heart and humanity and a bit of humor. I thought that was very cute. I think that that is wonderful that they cast 
breast cancer survivors as extras in the support group. I think that, you know, it's so important to shine a light on these strong warriors that are fighting and surviving breast cancer. And I think that that's really special that he did that. Yeah, more than anything, I've always thought that this show does an incredible job of shining light on topics that not a lot of other shows typically want to talk about you know they're almost walking on eggshells with these topics but they do it in a great way as he said even with a little bit of humor even though obviously cancer is nothing to joke about but it's almost like gary's relationship with everything where he always tries to make everyone smile a a little bit yeah Yeah. exactly so it's cute i like it yeah. Well, we're going to dive into our special segment. So yes. if you guys have been watching our after show, what we like to do here is highlight a little thing from the show that a uh, little lesson that we like to take from the episode that we can carry into our everyday lives. Exactly. And if you would like to share your little thing with us, you can use hashtag little thing ABTV. All right. So Jess, what's your little thing today? This musical sets the mood for this part. All right, so my takeaway is uh, it's the little things, and I thought that that was very fitting. Basically... Wait, is that your little thing? (laughs) Yes. That is my little takeaway. I love it. It's the little things, because I'm someone who values the little things in life, so just when Eddie tried to make Catherine feel a lot better by showing her that house and that whole scene, like I said, that was my favorite scene in tonight's episode. I thought they did a great job of making it so realistic and like playing off of each other kind of fake names and making up where they were traveling from like oh it was just it was cute so to see cute. them actually bonding yeah. you know it's important to have fun and flirt yeah. in a relationship and yeah, it was just a different side of them. yeah, yeah exactly what was yours um mine was similar but i'm going to change it so <laughs> my little thing is to remember to celebrate the milestones so thinking oh. about Rome's parents celebrating their anniversary and how important it was to Rome's mom and it Cute. wasn't that important to Rome's dad it is so important for us all to remember to celebrate milestones, not just for ourselves, but especially for one another, and to realize how special that makes them feel yeah. to have those milestones recognized, exactly. whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a promotion, a new baby, a house, anything. Um, just a congratulations and an acknowledgement of that goes a long way. I love that. That's huge. Yeah. Like, you want to you wanna celebrate other people's accomplishments in the same way that you would want them to accomplish yours or I don't know maybe you're not like that but that's something that I've learned recently and I think that's big of people who are able to celebrate it in that way so let's do some quick predictions all right what do you think is gonna happen for episode six there's gonna be a lot of things going on that I don't think I really want to go on (laughs) unfortunately um okay so I think Maggie and Eric are going to continue to get closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that a little bit in the preview. We saw Maggie and Gary sort of talking about things between the two of them. And I don't think that they're going to do so hot in next week's no, episode. definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very curious. I don't have a prediction right now. And I tried. I really tried. But I want to know what Maggie mailed. Okay. And I'm trying to think. So do you have one? I do, but... 
I mean, the only thing I could think of is that I think that she, because we saw her throw away her funeral arrangements yes. in the trash. I feel like she may have had another copy of the funeral arrangements, and I think she mailed them to, I don't know, her dad or maybe to her attorney or somebody just in case oh. something happens. She wants somebody to have a copy oh of gosh, her I funeral like arrangements. That. I know I don't like it either, but that was the only thing I could think of in the moment. I was really and then hoping it was we positive. did see that um, Maggie may have lost Colin, Gary's sweet yeah. dog. So I do not think that this is going to break their relationship. I think that they're going to have a rough episode, but I I don't think it's going to end it. No, but I think yeah. something might. Ooh, well, we'll see. Well, you guys will have to tune in with us next week so we can talk all about episode six. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so appreciative that you guys watched our show and joined us here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm Maggie Clark, and you can find me at Maggie Clark on camera on Instagram and at Maggie on camera on Twitter. And Josh, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Jess Lucero live on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to join in so that we can chat it up again next Twitter. week. Twitter. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye see you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.